How are ya? Howdy there. Welcome to the podcast, the Could Be Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Sour Cream. And uh, my partner, Onion, is not here. Great intro, I know. Welcome to the podcast. Said that already. Anyway, if you haven't listened to the 10th episode, pause this one and go check it out, all right? I have my first guest on. Shouts out to my boy, Jake, for uh, taking the time. To appear on the podcast, I appreciate you, and um, I know it's the first uh, trial run. Okay, let's say that. Okay, first time I've ever had a guest. We had to do some uh, online audio chat recording program, so I understand the audio and the quality of the audio might be a little off at times. I really didn't want to deal with it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't really want to sit down and take the time to edit everything out. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, but you know when you have two separate audio files, that's like twice the work. You think about it. So anyway, check that episode out. It's pretty good. We talk about uh, some cool stuff. We do we do um, some neat tricks. <laughs> we share some jokes. We share some laughs. Hey, we even talk about some serious stuff. So just check it out if you want. doesn't matter. Or, hey, just stick to episode 11 and skip episode 10. I don't really care. So welcome to episode number 11, all right? And speaking of shout-outs, I want to give a couple more shout-outs, all right? If you don't like it, just, well, you know, it doesn't matter. Just deal with it, okay? Or you can skip ahead like two minutes, okay? Anyway, <laughs> I want to give a special shout-out to the old b-ball crew we used to we used to dominate Searcy, you know what I'm talking about? U of I. So I want to give a shout out to my suburbia crew. Alright. Shouts out to you, Alan, Ben, and YB. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. And hey, maybe someday we can play ball again. Alright. Hopefully it won't be too bad. But I you know, I got I got glass ankles nowadays, so we'll see how that goes. And uh Nick just told me that someone has been listening, so shouts out to you, Lauren, all right, old uh, high school buddy, and uh, college, I don't know, we would refer to it, another alumni, alum, anyway, <laughs> shouts out to you, Lauren, I uh, honestly was surprised that uh, so many different people were listening in on the podcast, and, uh, you know, I don't really keep up with the analytics, and the uh, the very few uh, stats that I do see are all, you know, just numbers. So it's nice to see uh, some of those numbers with uh, faces attached to them. So shouts out to all of you. That means you, Jake, uh, Alan, Ben, YB, and Lauren. All right? I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And I hope you, uh, hope you have a nice day. You know what? I hope you have a nice week. Look at that. How generous of me. <laughs> 
but seriously, I do appreciate it, and uh, still waiting on some comments, you know, I could use some feedback or, uh, you know, maybe just some suggested topics for discussion, you know, give me some ideas. It's kind of hard doing a uh, solo podcast. Got to think of things to talk about, you know, got to scan the news, and uh, you know what? Speaking of news, I know I'm a couple days late, but I feel like I should mention that uh, Thai cave rescue story. Wasn't that incredible? Just imagine you're playing a little soccer, a little footy with your boys, and uh, I guess you're in a cave. (laughs) And then, uh uh-oh, it floods. And then you're stuck in there for like 400 days. What are you going to do? You got to eat rocks? Come on. And, uh, you know, it looked really bleak, you know, towards the end, what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, long story short, they were rescued, you know, then Navy SEALs come in, I think, and professional divers, and they got these kids out. That's incredible, you know. And I'm telling you, I'm betting the movie studios are just clawing at each other to get this movie rights, right? These movie rights? Anyway, I want to do my part. Hey, Thai kids. Hey, Thai cave kids. If you want to be in the podcast, just shoot me a, an email or something, you know, and uh, I'll gladly have you on here, all right? And uh, you know what? I nominate the Thai kids, Thai cave kids for uh, the ASL Ice Bucket Challenge, all right? You have, you have 24 hours to respond or else, or else I'm putting you back in that fucking cave. <laughs> and speaking of viral awareness campaigns... Whatever happened to Coney 2012? You ever think about Coney 2012? Just let me say this, all right? Coney 2012 took the world by storm in what I'm assuming was 2012, okay? And what happened? Nothing. Pretty sure Coney is still out there, all right? Millions of dollars were raised. What happened to that money, you know? What happened to the people who donated? Did they just get, like, a goodie bag? Get some stickers? Maybe some invisible stickers? What happened? The only thing I know what happened concretely, concretely, was that the guy who made the campaign fucking went crazy and started jerking off in the streets. <laughs> what, what, about, what about Coney? From my understanding, Coney was, or probably still is, a warlord somewhere in Africa, okay? And apparently, he uh, recruited child soldiers, all right? I'm pretty sure that was the situation. You can correct me. If I'm wrong, okay, leave a comment, subscribe, tell me uh, your favorite Coney fact, (laughs) and then I'll read them on the next episode. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Coney is slash was a warlord with child soldiers, okay? But that was back in 2012, whoa. Now it's 2018. It doesn't have an army of kids anymore, guys. It's an army of teens, okay? Post-pubescent teens, all right? You thought fighting kids was tough? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now you got to fight teens. What we should have done back in 2012 was uh, send uh, just send Jared Fogle over there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, that's like the second Jared Fogle joke I've made. All right, let's get back on let's get back on the topic here. Okay, Coney 2012. Let me th- just think about it. What was the campaign for? Was it just for awareness? All right, where did those millions of dollars go? What was the purpose of that uh, that giant chunk of money? Was it to recruit mercenaries to fight Coney? Like what? 
Now that I think about it, what was the point of donating to Coney 2012? Try to look this up. Coney 2012. Let's see what Wikipedia has to say. The most trusted source on uh, Wikipedia here. Okay. Yeah, where did that money go? I just don't understand where what that money was for. Was it for, like, uh, lobbying? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I nominate Coney for the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, okay? If you don't respond in 24 hours, Coney 2012, you're a fucking coward, okay? If Coney doesn't respond, um, I'm going to put you, I'm going to put him in a cave, okay? And Navy SEALs aren't going to help him, all right? All you're going to have to help you, Coney, is Elon Musk's submarine, all right? And then, then what are you going to do? You probably won't even fit inside it. I think pretty sure it's a kid-sized submarine. It's more like a tube. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Marvel missed a big opportunity with this, all right? They should have cast Michael B. Jordan as Coney, all right? Have T'Challa fight off uh, Coney and have the Wakandans fight a bunch of kids, all right? It would, have been, <laughs> it would have been a great movie with a great message. Just think about it, all right? Black Panther 2, all right? Marvel, if you're listening, hit me up, and I'll help you with the screenwriting. Or at least give me a writing credit, all right? That'd be cool. Well, got the comedy part out of the way. Let's talk about something else. Let's uh, let's move into the uh, the movie review segment, shall we? Hit him with the jingle. I gotta I got do it. Right, hold on. Let me take it to the movie, shorty. I'm sure later on you will be my baby. Hey, shorty, you're really looking nice. Let me take you to the movie. Cause I know you like. You got nothing to worry about. Hold the popcorn and the drink. Let me pay the money so we can get in. Uh, this, this is the movie review segment. So, this week's movie review segment will be split into two distinct parts, okay? Follow me, alright? First part will be an actual movie review. Whoa! And the second part will be about the trailers that came out of Comic-Con. I know, I know. Very, very exciting, alright? So, let's just dive into it. Is that a, is that a phrase? I want to talk about... Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> have you seen any of them? Um, have you seen his American films? Or have you seen his um, Chinese slash Hong Kong films? Uh, if you have, you can kind of tell there's a big difference between the two, all right? And I think that just points to the different sense of directing. I, I don't know how to put it. Um, a lot of the fight choreography in American films, you know, uses a lot of cuts, right? You have a character throw a punch, and then it'll cut the other person, you know, flying backwards or something. It never really shows the fighting, okay? But if you watch Jackie Chan's Chinese films, you'll see it's just like a set camera, and all the action is just within the frame. There's no cuts, really, Um there's a great YouTube series, I believe it's called Every Frame a Painting, and the guy does a great uh, episode on Jackie Chan's particular brand of action-slash-comedy. It's worth looking at if you're a fan of Jackie Chan, but essentially it boils down to, yeah, the different um, sense of directing. 
You know, Jackie in his element will show a fight scene within a single frame and his cuts aren't um, all the actions within the frame, right? The cuts are just there to emphasize the hit. It's not there to hide the fact that the actors can't fight, right? Does that make sense? And um, I don't know. I've always been a big fan of Jackie Chan. And uh, if I were to recommend a movie for you in, in Jackie Chan's filmography, is that the right word? Filmography? Uh, you got to check out Legend of the Drunken Master. I believe that's what it's called. Or just Drunken Master. That's a great one. Police Story. All those movies in there are great. And uh, yeah, just check those out if you really enjoy like a kung fu movie with humor in it. Okay. And uh, yeah, I recently watched Rush Hour 3, and um, I always thought that Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan were a great pairing. I know that, you know, the whole buddy cop thing, it's like, oh, we we don't really understand each other, but then we begrudgingly become friends, and then we become good friends, right? It's a lot of stereotypes, whatever. I always liked Rush Hour, okay? And I believe they're doing a Rush Hour 4. I think it's in pre-production. But Rush Hour 3 isn't really that great. <laughs> A lot of Jackie Chan's American movies, I just don't really think they're that good outside of the first two rush hours. Um, do you remember the, the tuxedo or, <laughs> or the medallion or uh, Shanghai Nights, Shanghai Noon? Just, I don't know. It's not really, it doesn't really utilize Jackie Chan to his full potential, right? I don't know. So that's my, that's my bit <laughs> about Jackie Chan. Um, how was it? Was it coherent? <laughs> I also watched some of those old Adam Sandler movies, um, because I'm bored here. <laughs> I watched Billy Madison and Mr. Deeds. And, um, yeah, I know there's a kind of a gap in between the two, but, um, I don't know. As a kid or when Billy Madison came out, I thought that was like such a funny movie. But watching it nowadays, the sense of humor doesn't really translate well, I guess. Maybe it's with age, or maybe it's just the not being in the 90s anymore. I don't know, but it's just, I don't know. It, it, you can only do so much of Adam Sandler just yelling and gibberish, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I guess my main point is, I don't know if, yeah, I just don't think the, the humor has aged very well, okay? And, uh, you know, but I gotta give props to Adam Sandler. He's got a He's got a great thing going on, all right? He's got his own production studio, I think. He's got a deal with Netflix. He just he basically just hangs out with his friends in exotic locations and just so happened to be filming a movie. That's a great gig, right? Happy Gilmore, I think, is still a pretty funny movie. And you got to give it to Ben Stiller. I think he plays a pretty good like comedic villain, all right? Do you remember Dodgeball? Okay. That was a pretty uh that was a pretty big hit, right? When it came out. And uh, Ben Stiller just kills it in that movie. And somehow I jumped from Jackie Chan to Ben Stiller, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Let me give you my top comedy recommendation, okay? Go check out Walk Hard, all right? It's a parody of all those uh, musician biopics. Biopics? Biopics that came out. Um, what was it? Walk the Line, the uh, Johnny Cash story. It, that's like it's the main source of the parody is Walk the Line, but just go check it out. Okay, it's got John C. Riley, Kristen Wiig, uh, Tim Meadows, some other people, but it's just a funny movie, and it just 
I don't know. It's got great dialogue and wacky situations. And uh, yeah, just go check it out. What's it? What's it hurt? So that's my uh, my movie recommendation of the week or of the episode. If you don't watch it, I'm gonna be mad. And if you do watch it, leave a comment, subscribe, tell me the top ten funniest moments in Walk Hard. And if they don't match up with mine, you're you're not my friend anymore. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to the trailers that came out during Comic-Con. Did you see any of them? All right. Some big ones were Aquaman, Shazam, uh, Godzilla, and a new zombie movie. And um, let's talk about the ones that kind of stand out, okay? I don't really know much about Aquaman or uh, Shazam in terms of just the DC lore, so I don't really want to talk about it too much, but those two look pretty cool, all right? Now, the Godzilla movie looks really cool, all right? How can you say no to a movie that's going to have Mothra in it? Mothra. In case you don't know, Mothra is a giant uh, moth. (laughs) There's just something about giant monster movies and um, on a similar note, giant mech movies that I really enjoy. Um, probably because of Power Rangers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the Green Rangers, Dragon Zord, all right, come on. That's, that's pretty much Mecha Godzilla, right? But uh, it looks pretty cool. It's got, the, uh, it's got the girl who plays Eleven from Stranger Things in it. What's her name? Millie Vanilli. <laughs> it looks pretty cool. I give it my stamp of... Of, of coolness. How about that? Wow. Uh, trailer. Great. And um, there's another zombie movie coming out, Patient Zero. And um, it's about it's about zombies. What, can you, what else can I say about it? It's got Matt Smith in it. And I was a huge fan of Matt Smith because of Doctor Who. All right? He played the uh, 11th Doctor. And I just liked it a lot, you know. I liked Doctor Who. I thought I thought the 11th Doctor was the best. All right? I'll say it. Okay, I'll admit it. I had the sonic screwdriver. I got the tweed. Okay, and <laughs> I, even, I even had a fez. <laughs> and uh, just a really quirky guy, right? But Matt Smith is just a weird-looking dude <laughs> without without his eleventh uh, Doctor hair. He's a he's a weird-looking guy, and uh, just want to say that I mean, the, the movie it, it just looks like a zombie movie. What else is there to say? I just want to say Matt Smith looks weird. Okay, but looks really cool as the 11th Doctor, and you can't fault that guy's sense of fashion, all right? The biggest trailer that I want to talk about, or the main trailer that I want to talk about, is uh, a new web series or a new TV show about the Teen Titans. Do you guys remember the Teen Titans? Uh, if you do, it's most likely from the old Cartoon Network show. Uh, it's, you know, it's got Robin, Starfire, Cyborg, Raven, Beast Boy... And uh, they're like an offshoot of the Justice League, right? It's another team-up. Now, if you haven't seen the trailer, I really do recommend just looking up Titans trailer 2018 or whatever. And just watch it and just be as confused as me because I don't know who this is made for. Who is the audience for this? The DC Universe, cinematic universe, has always been kind of this gritty, down-to-earth, realistic kind of uh, atmosphere or whatever, however you want to say it, okay? Um, Started with Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy. Those were pretty much 
grounded movies, right? Real gritty, whatever. And um, I think DC is kind of trying to shift away from that um, with Justice League, Suicide Squad, what have you. They're trying to shift it away from this ultra grittiness. But this new Titans trailer has turned the dial to 11, all right? It's trying to be gritty, and it does it does so in a way that it becomes almost like a parody. I don't know how to really describe it. It's like it's like a 14-year-old angsty teen's uh, fanfic. <laughs> it's trying way too hard to be edgy, and um, it just comes off looking really bad. It's like uh, it's got all these cliches in it, you know, like. Uh, you, you don't understand me, you know. I used to believe in monsters. And uh, I think the biggest offense was uh, Robin comes in to confront a group of thugs. And the thugs are taunting him, you know. Where's Batman? And then Robin, you know, knocks them all out or whatever. And then Robin says, fuck Batman. I'm like, what? I know a bit about Batman and Robin, okay? I can talk about this to some extent, all right? In this iteration of Teen Titans, Robin is um, Dick Grayson, okay? He was uh, also Robin, if you remember, from, like, Batman Forever with, um, what was that guy's name? Chris O'Donnell. And, uh, you know, he was a, was a kid. He worked in the circus. His parents were, like, trapeze artists, and then they, they died, <laughs> Okay. And then Batman takes him in. And that is so out of character for Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson is a kid who has a great sense of morality, you know, justice, righteousness. He would never lash out in that kind of way. And I just, I just don't know what DC is thinking with this movie. Like, Teen Titans is, it can go into a serious direction, but at it's more of a lighthearted thing. It doesn't really go as deep as like Justice League does. So I, do, I just don't, I don't know. It's like a really weird trailer, a really weird direction to take the show. You, you probably don't care. Um, <laughs> if you do, just look up the trailer and you can, uh, you can see for yourself. So that is the end of the movie review segment. But I do want to pivot into more movie-related news. Um, maybe some of you have heard, but James Gunn, who was the director for Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, was recently fired by Disney. Uh-oh. According to what I have read, um, according to my research, uh, he made some unsavory tweets, like, um, uh, in the past. Like, let's say 9, 10, 11 years ago, and, um, I mean, I... It's, I think he's trying to go for this shock humor angle, and these, uh, this collection of tweets that I saw just got progressively worse and worse. Like, it's, it's hard to rationalize them as humor <laughs> or jokes. They just get, they're really, they're really out there. Um, maybe some of you have seen them, maybe some of you haven't. I don't really want to, uh, repeat the, uh, verbiage in the, uh, verbiage? in the tweets, but let's just say they're, uh, they're not a great look. If you thought my Jared Fogle joke was bad, then you, uh, you will definitely not stand for <laughs> the tweets that James Gunn made. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys hear about this or not? Do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? 
I'm on the fence with it. Oh, no, I shouldn't say I'm on the fence. I really don't think he should have been fired for it. I think, I think it was just Disney trying to cover their backs, and they had to take action once these tweets were exposed. I just find it hard to believe that Disney did not know about these tweets prior to the firing. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like now that these tweets are uh, national news or in the limelight, oh, Disney now has to cover their backs. Does that make sense? And you could also just look back at James Gunn's uh, old movies that he directed, okay? A lot of the subject matter in those movies, a lot of the uh, uh, scenes portrayed, what have you, pretty pretty out there, you know, pretty shocking. So, like I said, find it hard to believe that Disney did not know about this prior to the firing. I'm just curious to know where Disney draws the line. Are they going to fire Robert Downey Jr. for his past actions, his past drug use or uh, arrest record? Are they going to fire Johnny Depp for the accusations of violence? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I, I, I know I don't want to. I don't want to get too uh, too political, too serious about this. But I'm, you know, I'm curious to know what other people think about this. Just think about it. Ten years ago was a pretty different cultural landscape, right? Just think back about the jokes or posts or comments, tweets that you may have made ten years ago that would not fly today. You know what I mean? I think the moral of the story is that people should not use Twitter. <laughs> but I will say that I understand why Disney fired him, okay? I understand. I can justify it, all right? I just don't think he should have been, all right? And uh, I know what's going to happen, okay? In a couple of years or whatever, James Gunn's going to be back at directing. Maybe not at Disney, okay? But he's going to be back at directing. Like, uh, do you remember the whole Paula Dean? Racial slur, racist wedding controversy, 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 <laughs> and how uh, a lot of her sponsorships were canceled. Uh, Food Network dropped her, and um, what's what's she up to now? I'm sure she has her own show. I'm sure she's still publishing cookbooks. You know what I mean? It's just once the outrage dies, people move on to the next. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say victim, <laughs> the next uh, person, and uh, the cycle begins anew. You know, Hulk Hogan, he was kicked out of the uh, Wrestling Hall of Fame, and now he's being reinstated. You know, there you go. So it's just, just a lot of outrage nowadays, right? People just want to be mad. People just like to be mad. And, uh, you know, I, I get it. I spent uh, I spent a whole podcast just uh, complaining about uh, <laughs> about Star Wars. So, I, I mean, I understand the, the mentality, but... Some people just need to chill out. <laughs> you know what? Hey, James Gunn, if you're listening, come on the podcast, okay? Give your side of the story. Shoot me an email. We'll figure something out, all right? Just, uh, we'll just chat. It'll be great. <laughs> and uh, don't worry. I figured out how to record with a guest, all right? There's a great site. Just want to give it a plug, okay? Not getting paid for it. Just think it's neat. It's called Zencaster, all right? It just does it all through the browser. You just send the link to your guest and uh, hit record, and it will give you your audio and the other person's audio. It's pretty neat. Do you guys remember Skype? Wasn't that like the coolest thing like 10 years ago? 
oh, no way, dude. I can chat with my friends on the internet. No way, dude. This is way better than AIM. <laughs> and then Skype became such a hassle to use. Do you remember trying to close out of Skype? You hit the X, and what happens? Skype just minimizes. Like, what? Wait. That's not, that's not what I try to do, you know? Just let me close out of Skype. I don't want it running in the background. What, what, what's, the, what's the point, you know? Skype, uh, what happened, baby? What happened? Anyway, let's talk about uh, some recent happenings in my own life, shall we? I am currently in Hong Kong for some vacay. You know how it goes. And um, I had a little snafu, all right? The day before my flight, I went to go get my hair cut, right? The salon I go to normally is uh, located on the outside of like a, uh, a stadium, you know? And apparently on the day I went, there was a soccer game and they had the gates all locked up. You had to show a ticket to get in. So I couldn't get my hair cut. And the reason I usually go to this particular salon is because the uh, hairdressers, what, do you, what would you call these people, the salonists, <laughs> the, the barber, okay, they know, they know English, so in case I can't convey what I need to convey, I can fall back on English, all right, but this time, couldn't go, and uh, resulted in me doing like a scavenger hunt, um, trying to find another barber shop that could uh, speak some English, right? And I even went into an African hair salon, hoping that they can just do like a basic haircut. And that didn't work out. Apparently, the boss wasn't in, so I couldn't get a haircut for some reason. The two ladies there didn't even speak English, really, right? so I don't know what was going on. And um, I guess they specialize more in uh, African hairstyles. So if you wanted to do cornrows or um, uh, twists, you know, it was all on their website. And so, yeah, I was like, what? So I ended up having to go to Hong Kong, or rather, I was in Hong Kong, and I got my hair cut. I know, very exciting. <laughs> but here's the thing, and I've talked about this before on the podcast. Hong Kong is such a great blend of China and Western culture, okay? When I got my hair cut here, I was able to speak English. It was great. I could give all the instructions I could ask for. Does that make sense? In English. And um, a little expensive. $128, I believe, was the total charge. Hong Kong dollars, mind you, not American dollars. And that included shampoo and, you know, blow drying, what have you. And um, some of you may know I have my hair pretty long on top right now. I uh, tie it up. And a little, uh, what would you call it? Not, not really a ponytail, but it's not really a bun either. Anyway, I just need the sides and back trimmed, right? So I, I was like, I normally I don't need to get my hair washed. You know, I just, there's no point. You know, I don't really see a point in paying extra to get my hair washed. I just, you know, I just need my sides and, and back cut. What do I need to wash it for? Anyway. It was pretty nice, though. They wash it like uh, they wash it like four times, you know, shampoo, conditioner, maybe some sort of uh, oil. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. I don't like having my hair washed at a hair salon or a barbershop. This is like a weird situation where you're sitting in that chair all the way back. 
I don't know, maybe it's some sort of instinctual thing where you feel really vulnerable, but it's like a weird, awkward moment where you're just, what, what am I supposed to do with my hands? <laughs> I don't know, I don't like getting my hair washed. Another thing about Hong Kong is that it's essentially what you would think of as a first world country, okay? You're paying first world prices for things. I'm pretty sure I talked about this too on the podcast before with the taxi, taxi fares being really expensive. Um, but um, just to let you know, it's like, okay, when I'm in China, I can buy a bottle of water for one kwai, okay, like 16 cents. Here, I have to pay like 10 Hong Kong dollars, which is like a dollar fifty, let's say, a dollar twenty-five, which I know isn't very expensive, but you can kind of see the uh, the dichotomy there. So, just just a really expensive place here, you know, and the. Uh, you can get, you can even get 500 Hong Kong dollar bills. And, uh, but if you're like, you know, if you're buying like a bottle of water, if you're like buying something for like $10, I just feel really bad having to, having to pay with $500. <laughs> because for the most part, the ATM will give you, uh, 500s. You know what I mean? But enough about that. I've already passed the 30 minute mark, so I'll start wrapping things up. I uh, hope you have enjoyed this episode. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. And if you haven't yet done it, go check out the 10th episode where I have my buddy, my best bud, Jake, on as a guest. It's uh, it's a hoot, okay. I will say this, though. Um, I try not to be uh, very political on social media, but I feel like this podcast has... Uh, it's been kind of a venue for me expressing some political views. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Uh, I feel like I'm pretty fair about things, right? Does that make sense? I feel like I'm not too radical in my views. You know, treat each other with respect. Hey, what else can you ask for? Anyway, hope you have enjoyed this episode. And I hope you have a good rest of the day. And I will see you on the next episode. Are you ready? How does that sound? Sound good? Alrighty. Bye. Action! Camera!
Don't play the song. Don't 